Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now, our feature presentation. <sighs> Jeremy, I'm tired of waiting on you. Can we just start the episode already? Nah, dude, I got a meatloaf in the oven. <sighs> I'm always waiting on you. You're such a pain. Then get a new host, like a rabbit instead. Hey, a rabbit would be a better host than you. Good, then you'll be happy because it'll be smarter than me too. And quieter. You'll like it because it's stinky like you. Go to your room. I'm ready to record and I'm already in my room. Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, episode 36. Woo! My name's Jonathan, and as always, I'm here with my brother, the biggest pain in the world, Jeremy. Aloha! Aloha. Get it? Because cause Hawaii? This week, we are covering a National Geographic special on Hawaii. Surprise! Very quotable. Leave me alone to die. <laughs> well, listeners, you may have heard us. We, we had a little bit of a, a fight just before we started the show here. and But you know what? Ohana means family. Ohana means family. <laughs> and family means... Nobody gets left behind. Uh, disclaimer to the audience. Um, just get ready for some of the cringiest forms and attempts of my Stitch impression. This is Jonathan, by the way. And I'm Jeremy. <laughs> We're just going to confuse everyone. Jamba! There's a few people that listen to the show... And they're like, I, I can't tell the difference between you two. Friends that we've known know. for years, our entire lifetime, and they still can't tell the difference between our voice. Our mom doesn't even know. we're very different. How? <laughs> Honestly, woman, you call yourself our mother. Well, uh, Jeremy, it was your turn this week to pick the movie, and we've already hinted at it. it what are we watching? Lilo and Stitch. Pucha kazama, chicky. Ha ha! Was that good? That was pretty good. That's pretty. That's pretty good, actually. All right. It'll, I'm gonna regret this when I hear this after <laughs> after it's edited. <laughs> I know I will. You will. Hold it! Hold everything. Earth is protected. Wildlife preserve. Yes, we've been using it to rebuild the mosquito population, which I need to remind you is an endangered species. Thanks to Mr. Bubbles. That's horribly good. He wants uh. He once convinced an alien race that mosquitoes were an endangered species. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> Thanks to Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> he has Cobra tattooed on his knuckles. But seriously, Jeremy, why were you late to recording 
tonight's episode. It's sandwich day. Every Thursday, I take Pudge the Fish a peanut butter sandwich. Pudge is a fish? And today, we were out of peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) So I asked you what to give him, and you said tuna sandwich. I can't give Pudge tuna? Do you know what tuna is? Uh, fish? It's fish! If I give Pudge tuna... I'd be an abomination. I'm late because I had to go to the store and get peanut butter because all we have is stinking tuna. Jeremy, why, why why is this so important? Pudge controls the podcast. Well, and scene. Pudge, Pudge edits the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Pudge, our podcast editor. We don't pay him nothing, just peanut Yo. butter sandwich. Speaking of that peanut butter sandwich, uh, on this podcast, we don't talk about it as much, but only when there's like a good honorable mention. Um, animated foods are particularly appealing to us and appetizing. And Pudge the fish, I didn't know. I thought he was just. I thought he was just a fake fish. But for years, I believed that there was a fish that had the mouth of that looked like a sandwich, like a platypus almost. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just a fish eating a peanut butter sandwich, and I didn't put that together. <laughs> and then for years after that, I was like, there's no way there's a fish that looks like that. Then I just believed that it, it was a made up fish that had a mouth as a, <laughs> like a bill, like a platypus. But no, it's just a normal fish with a peanut butter sandwich in his mouth, but it looks so perfect. So I, I that peanut underwater soggy peanut butter sandwich looked delicious. And that's what I, that's what I would like to say. I'm glad you brought that up. Because uh, I, I noticed something in this movie that I thought was going to be a good contender for our animated foods uh, category. What, Stitch's Pink Blood? No, no. If no. I was a vampire, I don't know. No. <laughs> what? It's one. <laughs> no, what it was is it's during one of the montages in the movie. Obviously, there's probably some Elvis song playing. But they oh, pull yeah. out a oh, yeah. ba- a cake out of the oven. This perfectly square cake that's like the entire size of the oven. And it's just perfect. I'm just like, oh, that looks good. (laughs) It does. It do be looking good, though. (laughs) But if we're talking kids movie chocolate cakes. Nothing takes the cake more than Matilda. So that's not animated. But yeah, kids movie. No, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Kids movie chocolate cake. Mm, Matilda. That's a good movie. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Both of them. Willy Wonka. We could do the old one too. Yeah. Although hot take Charlie and the chocolate factory starring Johnny Depp is better in my opinion. You never hear me say that before. Probably every episode. And then I cut it out. Who knows? (laughs) I don't know if I do or not. (laughs) (laughs) So Jeremy, I, I do have a memory of this movie. Okay. But this is your pick. So I'll let you, Start us out if you want. Okay. As you can tell, listener, I have one of the best Stitch impressions there is. Or at least that's what my kindergarten peers told me one time. Um, reason being, uh, my nickname in kindergarten was Stitch. Mainly because uh, I hit my head on a chair one time at, at like dinner or something. 
And I would like to hear your perspective on this. And I ended up having to get 18 stitches in my side of my head. And I split my head open on a chair. And the reason they call me Stitch is because, one, kindergarten, I was it was 2002, which when this movie came out. And two, I had stitches in my head. So obviously, creative kindergartners are going to call me Stitch. Therefore, I took it upon myself to learn my Stitch impression, which was my first impression. All right. Uh, I have an arsenal of mediocre impressions. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But I would like to get, because it's all blur. I do remember the walk-in clinic that we went to, and I remember driving there uh, with a big old ice pack, like a gallon-sized ice pack on my head. And... Um, because I was bleeding all over the place, obviously. But um, yeah, uh, do you you remember that? Because it was uh, it was at Holland, and it was not in Holland, our Holland Street home. And I remember hitting my head in the living room on a chair, and seeing our gray carpet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The chair and the carpet unlocked the memory. Yeah, I did not remember this yeah. at all. But now I remember yep. your blood on our gray living room carpet. Yes, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> By the way, who has a gray carpet? <laughs> it wasn't even like a fuzzy looking carpet either. It was just like uh, office copper carpet. Whoever almost. lives at that house on Holland Avenue. Hopefully you've changed the carpet by now. Definitely. <laughs> Got an hardwood floor or something. Okay, so when you were talking about that, I was... I, I honestly have like very little memory of this. I do remember when yeah. you were a baby, you tr- you fell at uh yep and and hit your head on the fireplace on that brick fireplace at Noni's house. And so, but I mean, I wasn't there for that. I just remember that happening and you going and getting stitches. Um, but I had forgotten about this incident until <laughs> until you said the floor, yeah. the carpet at the house. And now I remember the. I do remember, I don't remember the event. That's literally the only thing. I just kind of some visuals of blood on the chair and the carpet. Yes. (laughs) Jonathan, that's what this podcast is all about. (laughs) Unlocking our childhood memories through the only thing that can is the keys of film. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no, I specifically remember just jumping off the walls, bouncing off the walls. And uh, I remember being told to chill out. And I was like, like because I was being told to chill out, I turned my head so I can listen to whoever said that. I think it was Dad, <laughs> and I, I, just, I tripped. <laughs> and the dining room table chair was in the living room. I don't know why. Maybe I was jumping off of it or something. But I just tripped and I hit my head right on it. And I guess there's like a little nail sticking out or something because it like scraped a scar all on the side of my head. Did you really like get temple area? Did you really get 18 stitches though? That seems like a lot. Might have been eight, <laughs> but I remember that number being there. And I don't know, I was six, so <laughs> Yeah. It's gotta be a lot more than that. But I don't know. 18, I doubt mom would remember that. 18 seems excessive. <laughs> yeah, most likely. But it was a lot. Um I remember getting stitched and being scared because I'd never had surgery before. <laughs> Did uh, I was like, what are they going to do? 
Now, had you seen the movie um, before people started calling you Stitch? Yes. Yes. Okay. Obviously. When did this movie come out, actually? Well, I wanted to I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Okay, 2002, June 21st, 2002. That's my birthday. Sorry, what? Did you have more to talk about, though, before I... Or... Um, no, I mean, pretty much... I pretty much ended up getting stitches and then went into school the next day. Um, just straight up rocking a scar and stitches. <laughs> and then... Uh, Somebody called me Stitch on the playground, and I was like, sick. And it wasn't like a, like, I'm making fun of you. It's because, like, Stitch was the coolest culture, or was the coolest character from pop culture at the time. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, being called Stitch was not an insult at all. And I don't think people really got made fun of, like, for having Stitches. I feel like that was, like, a cool thing. Like, oh, man. It got, is a cool thing. He got yeah. hurt and, like, got he got he got 18 stitches <laughs> that's yeah pro- that's probably the story that circulated on the playground and that's what you yeah, remember that's probably what it was <laughs> in reality it was probably like two <laughs> but, well yeah kindergarten was a good time good good times right there good times good movie 2002 was a banger of a year for disney because you know lilo and stitch and Country Bears. And Country Bears. <laughs> Except I always think Country Bears came out in 2003 in my head. And then Me too. It, I, I think Lulu and Stitch came out in 2003 too. So, you know. But it's whatever. 2002 was a very good year for movies. And I actually think it's probably the first summer that I actually started paying attention to like what movies were coming out. I think I'd gotten old enough yeah. to like start paying attention to that. 2002 was a huge, huge year. Um, the Spider-Man came out. Attack of the Clones came out. But there was a lot oh, of family yeah. movies that came out. I was I was looking at beforehand. Which leads me to my memory of this movie. Do you remember seeing this the first time? Vaguely. You might have to unlock some memories. I don't remember where I was. I remember watching it for the first time, but I don't remember. I don't remember watching it. I don't know where we went. The only thing I remember is before the movie, because we were given the choice, kind of. I remember being in the car. I don't know if it was like a Saturday or something, and we were running errands or something. But all of a sudden, it seemed like out of the blue, Mom got like a phone call and asked, Hey, do you want to go to the movies with the Smiths and the Hammond Trees? Do you remember this? Oh, do you remember? Okay, this? I remember this. And so we were trying to figure I'm out. With you, we were trying to figure out what to go see. And I remember we had three options. Ready for these? Number okay. one, the Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. <laughs> Crocky. Number two, the Master of Disguise. Number three, <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. So these were the three movies that. I mean, there was actually a lot of kids' movies, but there was three. Those were three right there. And I remember of the three, I wanted to see Master of Disguise. (laughs) Obviously. But I was outvoted. Everyone else wanted to see Lilo and Stitch. And so I was, like, not excited about going to see this. Like, I had seen the trailers. I had seen Stitch invading all the other movies. You know? You remember those trailers where, like, 
He's in like the Lion yeah. King or like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And yeah. like I wanted to see it, but Good, I was like, interesting marketing campaign. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But at the end of it, I was just like, I just thought Master of Disguise was going to be the funniest movie ever made, and I was just, I really wanted to see that movie. <laughs> now, at the end of the, I enjoyed Lilo and Stitch. I, it was a very good movie. I don't have any regrets, especially now looking back. Yeah. Obviously, Lilo and Stitch is the best movie out of those three. <laughs> yes, but I just remember, I just distinctly remember that choice of like, oh, we have three options. What is it going to be? And we did not go see the one that I wanted, but that's okay. Mm. I don't remember watching the movie at all. I just remember the choice beforehand and then afterwards being like pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it. Dude, there there come the Smiths. Yep. Invading our childhood. Every <laughs> single story, they're they're in it, I guess. <laughs> Might have to make Paul a permanent host because he, he has something to share. <laughs> so you you were talking about how like an interesting marketing plan for this with like the yeah. different movies and stuff i feel like kind of my memories of it at the time i don't know if this is true or anything like that but i kind of feel like this movie was supposed to be like the launch of like a new era of disney and it really didn't happen i don't know maybe that's not true yeah it kind of felt like well, that from like the commercials it was like it's kind of this irreverent look at, at like what's come before maybe that's like shrek right. influenced but <laughs> trying to find something like that Shrek fluencers <laughs> no <laughs> no because disney already was in a in a rut at that point mm -hmm. because the renaissance had it was over in, this, in 2000 they had emperor's new groove which was good it's good now but it didn't do well at all and then you've got atlantis which really really good mm -hmm. also didn't do good in theaters and then stupid treasure planet and dinosaur like hmm. I've never I, seen I don't think I've seen those. any I've, yeah I haven't I remember getting the McDonald's toys for yeah. those I had a lot of treasure planet toys for some reason <laughs> never even yeah. watched it we went, we went through Mickey D's phase I guess <laughs> during that month <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess there's other stuff but like to the uh, Lilo and Stitch looks so good because it is a masterpiece but it's also like, it's only so good because of the bad movies it's surrounded by. <laughs> so like, stick it in with Aladdin and Lion King. It's going to be great and it's amazing, but it would just, it would be just as good. I'm not going to say it's better and I'm not going to say it's worse. Mm -hmm. um, also, Brother Bear. So, yeah. I rest my case. Brother Bear was 03, so. Yeah. Other move, other kids' movies that came out that year, though, Ice Age. I didn't know that was a 2002. I thought that was earlier. Um, yeah, me too. The Rookie, Jonah, VeggieTales movie. Really into my... Uh, yeah. Scooby-Doo came out. Um, like Mike came out. Spirit. That's a big one for me. Like Mike. Spy Kids 2 came out. There was a lot of kids' movies that came out that year. Tuck Everlasting. Mm, I remember that one. Anyway, I rewatching this. Um, I haven't seen this in a very long time, so this was a good rewatch for me. Yeah, and, and it. I think it held up, and it does for sure. I don't know for like animated Disney movies. 
I feel like this is up there, up there for me. Yeah, for sure. Now, here's a question for you, Jeremy. Did this movie spark an Elvis phase for you? I was going to say this. I, so I feel like our, our generation owes this movie studio for our just complete just knowledge of in awareness of Elvis as an artist because only the weird old people that are obsessed with Elvis are Elvis fans. Otherwise, nobody really talks about Elvis, you yeah. know, except for our, our old neighbor, Stan, who was once in a Elvis movie when he was in the military. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other other than that, I guess we could just blame it on like those animatronic gift toys, like singing bass. That oh, would yeah. Sing, like you ain't nothing but a hound. Oh. <laughs> you know, but singing other than that, bass. there's really not much of Elvis culture in the. uh in our, in our generation. You know how like Sirius Radio will like give you like a free trial of like satellite radio? Yeah. I remember a few times throughout the years like we'd get like a random two week trial of Sirius like XM radio and <laughs> there would be like radio. there was like an entire <laughs> station devoted to Elvis. <laughs> yeah. So I remember like sometimes we'd like put that on and listen to that for like the two weeks that we had it and then they'd take it away. We never paid for it. Yeah, we were right not to pay for it. And speaking of Elvis, Jonathan, I mean, yeah, no, it's a waste of money. <laughs> I don't even know how much it was. It's probably like five bucks a month. It's probably really doable, but you know, yeah. whatever. But speaking of Elvis, Jonathan, you have a story about Elvis, don't you? I do. I do. I was lucky enough to meet Elvis Presley himself in a gas station in Georgia in the mid 2000s at some point. I don't know the year. Wait a minute, I thought he was dead. You're telling me you met Elvis Presley? True fans know that the king is still the king. <laughs> so we were on the way back home from probably one of these trips to North Carolina and back over the summer. With the Smiths. <laughs> I don't think the Smiths were with us <laughs> this time, but who knows? This could have been, I don't know what year it was, but we were on the way back and we stop in at this gas station. Because, you know, nature calls. Got to stop. And I yep. remember going in with our dad to the gas station. And we're going into the bathroom. And while we're in there, we see this guy, this Elvis impersonator, come in. <laughs> in the full full get up and everything. He, he looked like now Elvis. let's note that Elvis is no longer a person. He is a costume. <laughs> like, that's how we can determine. This is the later. He's no longer a person. <laughs> this is Elvis. The later years. Okay, packing on a few pounds here. Not in the best of shape. <laughs> um, and sweating the, on stage. And this guy, and he was in the bathroom, and then, uh, and me and my dad noticed him, and we kind of said after he left, we kind of like said something about like, "Do you see Elvis? That was funny." <laughs> and whenever we, whenever we came out. We noticed that he was parked outside of the gas station in this van. <laughs> and he came up to us and saw us and said, hey, hey, can, do you mind if I borrow your son for a minute? <laughs> so we're like, OK, this is sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> and what had happened was he had apparently locked his keys in his van and he was like on the way to a gig. 
like he was going to go sing at some hospital or nursing home or something some for some old people. Yeah. As Elvis does. I mean, yeah, he's that's why he's the king. And so he wanted my help. And and so he he, he talked to, to dad and he was like, hey, is it OK? And dad was like, OK, uh, this is kind of weird, but I guess it's OK. I'll was be he with aware? You. Um, was Elvis aware of that weird request? <laughs> Well, the weird thing, the even weirder aspect about it is he was in this, he had this big van filled with stuffed animals. <laughs> uh, yep. So, you know, there were some red flags about the situation. That's, that's what we'll have to say. But apparently. Perfectly checks out though. I mean, he, he volunteers at children's hospitals. He's going to have stuffed animals. It all, it all made sense. And apparently his, it, one of the back windows of the van was like not closed all the way. It was like cracked open. And so there was enough room for like a kid to like squeeze through and be able to climb up to the front and then unlock it so he can get in. And so, so he asked if I could and I, I did. So dad lifted me up and I squeezed through the window and then I climbed up. I climbed through all the stuffed animals through the car (laughs) got to the front seat and then elvis was like and see a sucker and he kidnapped you <laughs> yep <laughs> but no i unlocked the i unlocked the door he got in he was really he was really grateful so he's like he was on the way to a on the way to a show he had he had people to see you know and uh but i remember he he gave me a dollar <laughs> thanking me and then he also he also gave me and i think you too the choice of like a stuffed animal do you remember this you got one too, right? Yeah. You got yeah, the frog. I got a frog. I got the moose, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so there was, there were, he gave us the yeah. choice of like a, uh, a stuffed animal. Out Although, of the that's where the moose came from? You're right. I'm, I can't. Mom argues with me because she says she got the frog from Miss Duggar. Now, I don't remember what I got then. I could be mixing it up, but I know we both got, I know we both got stuffed animals. And yeah, I feel like it was, I got the moose and you got the frog, but maybe it was something else. I don't really remember. I remember I got that dog. The frog, the, the, you know, the talking frog. Is that what you mean? No, you had like this like stuffed one. You remember? It was like a pillow one. I can picture yeah. it, but I can't really Vaguely. describe it. Anyway, not many people have had that opportunity to, to help out Elvis like that. And I thought it was the least that I could do. And really, mind if I borrow your son to squeeze him in my van? <laughs> I mean, really, I, I I didn't do it for the money. I didn't do it for the stuffed animal. I didn't even do it for him. You know, I did it so I could tell this story on a podcast in 2021. Is what I did it for. You know, hey, for the man. pod. You know, you did it because <laughs> you wanted to see the inside of Elvis's van. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question, Jonathan. At this time, did you think he was actually Elvis? No, no, I you were under you. What were you like, ten? Uh, probably. That's a gullible time. No, I, I knew, I knew it wasn't him. I can tell you what I knew it was him, <laughs> but I'm also five years younger than you, so <laughs> I thought it was him. I know he wasn't really Elvis, but I know that he also works for him. <laughs> He's like one of the mall Santas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So as I was watching the movie, if you just want to get into it, uh, okay. I made the realization that just Stitch is just a gremlin. 
<laughs> okay. Like they break all the he doesn't three like rules. Getting wet. Can't get them wet. It's true. Can't feed them after midnight. And he doesn't like lights. And like all three of those things happened where you see the scene where he like goes to the fridge in the middle of the night and, and eats a snack. <laughs> um, he can't get wet. And then the other scene where he he's on the beach and he's doing his Elvis impersonation. Everyone starts starts uh, taking pictures and the flashes are going off and it like he freaks out. Yeah. So Disposable like... <laughs> camera flashes that aren't even bright. Yeah. I mean, plus he's on the beach in Hawaii under the sun, but all of a sudden the flashes are making him freak out. But <laughs> I didn't the, even think about that. <laughs> the theory isn't perfect, but I think Stitch is a gremlin. Um, let's talk about Jumba and Polikli. Okay. Because I didn't realize that they, I just assumed from the beginning that they were automatic best friends, but they're not. <laughs> also, I thought Polikli was a woman. He's not. I don't know. At the end of it, though, just he, because he dressed, he cross dressed as a as a woman. So <laughs> the scene, the scene where they're like camping out, and he like, tries tries on the wig like secretly, like cracked me up when I was rewatching yeah. it. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Chumba's like spying on Stitch, and Pleakley just like pulls out the wig in a mirror and is like doing doing his hair. <laughs> I I had forgotten a lot of um, basically the beginning of the movie. I mean, I knew like I remembered like, oh, Stitch was an alien, but I didn't really remember any of the stuff of like how he got to Earth. So that was that uh, that was good when I was rewatching it. He is an alien, but the, the drawings, the animation, it looks so good where it it's just it doesn't even look like he's an alien, though. I guess all the characters just accept it. That there's aliens mm-hmm. and they just act so normal around them. To where it just looks like they're not aliens. They're just because well, the other ones are in disguise the whole movie until the very end, and then uh... yeah, but they're not like very good disguises. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Um, I wanted to talk about Lilo though. Okay, so like I said, I haven't seen this movie in a very long time, so there was just a lot about the characters that I didn't really remember. Um, yeah, Lilo impressed me rewatching it. Like I thought it was actually a good character. I didn't find her very annoying. And there was something about like her, like personality and, um, I don't know, borderline depression <laughs> that was like very modern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it seemed like more modern humor than I remember in movies being in like 2002. Like I, I can just imagine like, well, there weren't. I can just imagine like a TikTok or something of just like someone laying on the ground, just depressed, listening to Elvis, you know, and like <laughs> mouthing along to it yeah. or something like that. I don't know. There was just something like kind of funny about that. Which there's more depressing artists to listen to. I mean, come on. <laughs> you can you can kind of go like to one extreme where someone is like really overly bubbly and excited or like super depressed and sad. And that's their entire character. Yeah. And she had kind of a good balance of like having some sad moments but also mm-hmm. like being excited when stitch was there and that sort of thing so i don't know i i really liked her character and i didn't find her very annoying and i i thought she was actually really funny a lot of her lines and a lot of the scenes yeah yeah um i enjoyed i i really enjoyed pretty much all the characters i thought the relationship between her and her sister was pretty good it's more of a character's movie than it is a quotes movie 
for sure. I, I tried thinking of all the quotes before watching this movie and I just couldn't. Yeah. And not it's not that it's not a funny movie because there is some memorable quotes, mm-hmm. but it's more of an experience when you associate it with the character. And with Stitch, you know, he doesn't really have that many quotes. He just kind of yeah mutters and grumbles and s- speaks gibberish <laughs> until the end. Then he kind of starts to form some words, but classic Mr. Bean. The uh, I mean, the best standout quote, though, for us, though, comes from uh, David at the restaurant when he sees Who Stitch the first time. isn't in the movie that much. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I thought he was. Maybe he is in the other movies, the straight-to-DVDs slash the TV show. The series, yeah. We can talk about yeah. that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when he, see, when he first sees Stitch, the first thing he says, it's not even a word. It's just an expression. Oh, oh, we used to quote that a lot. You shoot at the dog. <laughs> yeah, David's the funniest one. He's not even supposed to be. Um. Also, have you heard that they're going to do a live action remake of this? I did. Obviously, they will. I did. I read about that. Actually, there's I even bet like they're a... going to make him look like Detective Pikachu or something. There's this dumb video on YouTube I looked up that was, uh, yeah. it was like live action Lilo and Stitch proof of concept or something <laughs> like that, that someone made. Yeah. Just like using like stock footage of like Hawaii <laughs> and like <laughs> CGI, CGI'd like a spaceship landing and at the very end, like a, a uh, CGI Stitch like pops <laughs> up, but it had like a million views. The weirdest thing about <laughs> it was like the thumbnail has like a more realistic like stitch in the thumbnail of the video. And then that stitch isn't even in the actual video. It's all the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So no. I thought it was going to uh, be kind of good and then it wasn't. So I don't recommend it, but yeah, I, I have high hopes. See, I feel like I would might be interested in that one just cause I actually like this one compared to like, yeah. Some of the other movies they've done, I haven't really cared too much about. Stitch is such an iconic character, too, though. Like, he is, he's the face of this era. Mm-hmm. So, it's scary, but also I have high hopes for it. I don't think it'll be too bad. It's just um, like, it's just <laughs> every single movie we cover on this podcast that's a Disney thing. It's either got a Disney Plus show or a remake in the works or a live action yep. retelling of yep. the same story. <laughs> It's just like, okay, it's getting old. It's getting old. But what I want. Okay. Part of me really, really, really wants an alien translation, at least just subtitles. Of like. (laughs) Of what Stitch is saying. Yeah, of what Stitch is saying, because there's a lot of alien insults that could be so inappropriate. Yeah. That I feel like. My mind automatically went to like when they had him up in the spaceship hanging upside down with the guns pointed to him. Uh-huh. He uh he was he said some alien gibberish and then also he was fighting uh or Jumbo was chasing him through the house while he was getting it while he was destroying it and he said and he said leave my mother out of this. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> and I was just like my mind was just like can we please get an Lilo and Stitch unrated version. <laughs> Cause that would be very funny. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Even just like subtitles of just like 
even PG insults, which I'd be bet more fine with than actual like cussing out. But I just immediately think of Stitch as a naughty naughty boy. But I I think that'll be funny if they just put some subtitles there for, for like translation subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with like R2 in Star Wars. I like to yeah. R2 is. I want to know what R2 is saying. <laughs> Him and Samuel L. Jackson going going at it. <laughs> Jeremy, do you remember what it was like to get Stitch the movie on DVD? The, Vaguely. The apparent, the apparent sequel to this movie? There's like four sequels yeah. that we didn't even know about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there was a lot more that I saw when I was Googling earlier. After this came out, and this was, we we watched this a ton. And then really shortly afterwards, I just remember, you remember the trailer for the, for the first straight to DVD sequel? Because I always remember it. No, and, I don't. I remember there was a, uh, there would be a trailer for it. It may have even been on the Lilo and Stitch DVD. Like, I feel like it came out like so quickly afterwards. But um, maybe it was on another D- Disney DVD, but. It started out and it had the just like this like movie trailer announcer and it just starts out with <laughs> We now know that Stitch is experiment six two six. But whatever happened to the other six hundred and twenty-five the adventures of Stitch continue in an all-new movie premiering on DVD and video summer 2003. And that, like, really confused me as a kid. Because <laughs> I guess I never really yeah. thought about it. Like, oh, he's made 600-plus <laughs> experiments. <laughs> I interpret it as whatever happened to the other 625. Like, there was, an, like, there was two <laughs> experiments, 625s. Whatever happened to the other one? Like, I was really confused by that. <laughs> okay it doesn't make sense i'm probably the only person that ever heard that and thought that was confusing but yeah no i, I understood it completely i remember it being like oh this is the sequel cool but then realizing it was going like straight to dvd and yeah. so i was kind of like disappointed because i was like oh you can tell it's just not going to be as good <laughs> but i feel like that one it, that one probably doesn't hold up but i remember at the time thinking it was pretty good we do. It's got one of the best villains of all time. Hamster wheel, hamster wheel. Fun back. <laughs> oh, we haven't even talked about the Hawaiian man with the ice cream. No, we have not. That's have not. solid. That's a solid. Also, what is it with Lilo always just taking pictures of fat people on the beach? That's that's pretty weird. <laughs> See, that was another thing that seemed like some like quirky millennial thing that like someone would do is just like take pictures <laughs> of random people and post it in their bedroom. I don't know. I guess people did that back then too, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like Lilo is just, no, a, she's weird. She's a weird one. But I liked her character a lot. Yeah. The ice cream man was good. I forgot about him. I also, <laughs> I, I remember seeing him the first time and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that guy. And then I, even yeah. after I saw him the first time, I didn't remember that it was like a reoccurring joke <laughs> that he was yeah. using his ice cream. Him and his suntan. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing Oh, wow. Okay, so Lilo and Stitch. Then it's got Stitch the movie, which is the one that we watched. 
Then yeah. there's Leroy and Stitch. And then there's Lilo and Stitch too. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen any of these other ones. Stitch has um, a glitch. And I only remember seeing a few episodes of the show because we didn't yeah. we didn't have cable. The show was good. I remember watching that on Teacher's Lounge. And it the the show is definitely just a formulaic like monster of the week. But it's a kid's show, so you don't need to worry about that. It was really good. Stitch the movie set it up for like all yeah. the monsters getting loose and like them trying to find yeah. them, right? So that yeah. was that that whole movie was just to set up that show. My favorite character from that movie is Experiment 625, which is like same ability, same abilities as Stitch, only he's lethargic and he eats sandwiches. That's his job. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a friend in college that looked like him and he talked like him. So we called him 625. He's such a good character, though. He's pretty much. I remember the villain and then I remember I remember 625 and that's basically it. I couldn't really tell you anything else about the movie. So, yeah, that's really weird because there's you got stitched the movie, then the TV show started. But then two years later in 05, they did the sequel. I think it's an alternate reality because I think there's some continuity errors, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, the movie doesn't really set up anything other than just that Stitch is going to stay there and they've got a family. I guess yeah. and Mr. Bubbles is actually he's take- been banished. Isn't going to take Lilo away. He's been away. sentenced to stay on Earth. Yeah. And then Pleakley and Jumba move in with them, and they're all one big happy family. <laughs> and it's it's a good, it's a good like, feel-good show. Yeah, I, m- I remember seeing a few episodes and liking it. But at the same time, it was kind of this thing. Like, it seemed like the window had passed. Yeah. And maybe it was just because of, like, my age at the time. And that I was, I just wasn't that, like, into it by the time, like, by the time 2005 rolls around, I'm like 13. Not really. I don't really care about like the Stitch franchise <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing a few episodes, and and I actually watched one maybe this past year because I found out there's like a random recess crossover episode in Stitch the series, <laughs> and so I watched that. <laughs> oh yeah, I watched that too. It was like it was it so was- weird. <laughs> yeah that's definitely weird it's like oh, recess man. hadn't been on the, i guess at the same time like like the show had ended and they had a few of the yeah the, like the vhs tapes that had come out some of the mm-hmm. well, those uh specials and stuff i guess it was the same status as stitch at the time but <laughs> that was a weird crossover i don't think anyone expected that there's another there was another crossover too i'm pretty sure uh kim possible it was kim possible oh yeah. that was a good one too this movie has really gotten me into the mood of the early 2000s animation, like the last couple animated movies that Disney ever made. Makes oh, me yeah. really want to get into those. I want to watch Atlantis right now, and I could watch I, I could watch Emperor's New Groove right now, too, but Atlantis for mm-hmm. sure I want to watch. Emperor's New Groove is on my uh, overrated movies list for sure. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I was on that list for a while, but I think it's underrated now. We'll see. So who knows? We'll see. We might have I, some arguments. I haven't seen that one since probably it came out. So, Really? I have, I have, I have not watched Emperor's New Groove since at least 2002. 
<laughs> you might like it, Jonathan. I probably will. I've just like been determined to hate on it for so long. That is just it's my go to We definitely have to cover it. Then, it's my go to then... overrated movie response. Okay. And it's yeah. not even that I didn't didn't enjoy I, it. I get that. It's just like at the time the hype was over the top. The trailer was so funny. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I this uh rewatching this movie, it actually kind of made me want to go back and watch some some other Disney stuff cuz I I even just yeah. thinking of like the uh the trailers that like Stitch inhabits. Uh like I have <laughs> yeah. I have not seen Beauty and the Beast probably since the 90s. Uh Okay, Jonathan. I think what or, we need or, to do... or the Little Mermaid. The only one that I have seen recently yeah. is The Lion King because that's one that I do like, and I rewatched that one. Yeah, before yeah, the live action one came out, but I didn't watch the live action one. Yeah, live action one sucks. It just does. Any any of these live action movies that don't have actual humans in it is not going to be good. But what we need to do, Jonathan, when we do cover these, is we need to watch the OG. And then watch the crappy one, okay. And then have an actual analysis. Of okay. It. Yeah, we that can way that. we can knock those out. That'll be um, good. Um, because the Beauty and the Beast, the live action is actually good. Says you. So, I do say it. You haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> the The only one that I've seen, and I haven't even seen it all the way through, was uh, Aladdin. Oh Aladdin. yeah, yeah. Aladdin was good too, actually. Because we we watched that this past year uh, while we were wrapping Christmas presents. Yeah, <laughs> but at, yeah. at a certain point, it was like really late, and the movie was still going on. I was like, this movie was yeah. way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that movie was longer than it needed to be. No, yeah, it was. It was like, but... like over two hours, two hours plus <laughs> was like too much for me on Aladdin, but yeah. I did enjoy most of it from what I was watching. Yeah, and I heard Mulan sucked because they didn't even have the music, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen trailers for this Cruella movie coming out? That looks so good. And I was just saying, this movie also wants me to get into watching the OG. Not the OG 101 Dalmatians, but I want to watch the first live-action remake. The live-action they, one, they've yeah. Ever done. It made me want to go and watch those again they were good it's probably an unfair comparison but like i feel like people in youtube comments on this trailer are just saying like oh it's disney's version of joker yeah <laughs> i've heard that yeah <laughs> like okay and if so i'm fine with you know okay. i'm okay with it i'm here for it mm-hmm. but yeah no i didn't realize that was one of the first actual like remakes we've got time because i'm not going to i'm not going to pay 30 oh. bucks to watch Cruella when it first comes out. So oh, <laughs> we'll, yeah, no, that's we'll wait for it when it's released to the, the peasants on Disney plus to, uh, to watch for yep. f- free <laughs> quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> so Jonathan, we are coming up on the one year anniversary of inside quotes as we've discussed, and we haven't really announced what we're going to do. And I think it's about time we announce what we should do what we're going to do as a celebration for our one year of podcasting. That's right. So next week or yeah, next week we're going to start, we're going to start covering a a very special series 
And uh, Wisa going to cover a movie that takes place in space. Wisa? Wisa. Okay. Now, this is a big deal because we've saved this for a very long time. We've won- This is one of the first movies we wanted to cover. But it, hint, hint, it is a part of a series. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to make sure we had guests line up for all of them because this is going to be huge for us. I don't care. I don't really know if the listeners care about it or not, but I mean, this is big <laughs> for us. So we need to have guests Yeah, make it a big deal because it's our year long anniversary. And I'm excited because this defines our childhood so much. <laughs> we have so many Easter eggs in our podcast art and we've covered yeah. very little of any of those movies. And so I'm excited to like actually, cover. that is very true. I'm actually very excited to start covering some of this stuff. So, so in the next year or so, we're going to start cranking out some series. We haven't really done many much series because we want to get a good, you know, like repertoire of of movies in like singular movies. Now, Jonathan, we never discussed how much of a staple this movie is. Oh, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Uh, so it is. Uh, yeah, it's a staple. Oh, it's a staple. Cool. Yeah. We should have like a rating system on staples. It's a like, mini staple. Like a, it's a mini stapler. It's a mini staple. Mini okay. stapler. We watched it a I bit, but I feel like it kind of cooled off after a while. Because I definitely haven't seen I'd this in so, a long yeah. time. Okay. Well. <laughs> Fair assessment. Um. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this next year for whatever series we're going to be covering. That's still up in the air, but we know at least one that we're starting next week on Inside Quotes. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. They live on the moons of Diego, I think. You're a funny little boy. How do you know so much? I listen to all the traders and star pilots who come through here. I'm a pilot, you know, and someday I'm gonna fly away from this place. You're a pilot? Mm-hmm. All my life. How long have you been here? Since I was very little. Three, I think. My mom and I were sold to Gardula the Hut, but she lost us betting on the pod races. You're a slave? I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. I'm sorry. I don't fully understand. This is a strange place to me. So our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him at GroovyBridge on Instagram. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at InsideQuotesCast. All one word. Also, if you have any suggestions for any future movies you want us to cover, let us know by DM or comment or uh, uh, telegraph. Who knows? And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. If not, you will be punished. Me and Jeremy will be creating voodoo dolls, and we will be putting you in a pickle jar and shaking it up. We'll stuff your head full of eggs. <laughs> Lilo was kind of demented, actually. You know what I think about it? <laughs> I, I did like that scene uh, where she uh, she throws down her doll after she has that like run-in with her friends that aren't really her friends that have been bullying her. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah. she's like, oh, I don't want this. And she throws it and then walks away. And then she like immediately runs back and grabs it and like hugs it. And, like, yeah, that was a, nice that was a sweet moment. moment. Everybody had their favorite stuffed animal. Like, you go to bed, and you feel bad if they weren't all under the covers or all on the bed, so you have to make sure they're all tucked in. Yeah, especially you and all your, like, 12 builder bears. No, that was my mattress. <laughs> was all my all my bears. I went to a lot of birthday parties. What can I say? Builder bear was a big thing in 02. It was. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing. You, you said something about Pudge. Uh, so I was watching a video done by Watso Videos. Isaac Carlson. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he does a lot of like Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came up with this theory on Pudge the Fish, and I can't explain that so well at all. So if you want to look that up on his on uh, on YouTube, go ahead and do that because it's actually pretty interesting. All right. If you're into Lilo and Stitch lore, link in the description. Thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to us rant and talk about our childhood just as much as we liked ranting and talking about our childhood getting a couple movie quotes in there on the way too oh what until next time we hope to see you on inside quotes Oh crap. Pause it. Tell the story, but I got I left my meatloaf in the oven. Get it?